My name is Ashley Wilson. I want to welcome you to another episode of the Empowered 21 uh, Leadership Podcast. Uh, I'm here today with uh, our special guest, Daniela Fredzone McCabe. Uh, Daniela is uh, executive pastor of uh, King of Kings Church in Buenos Aires, Argentina. She and her husband serve there. Uh, founded by her parents, uh, her father, Claudio Fredzone, is a, a great leader of the Argentine revival and just an awesome man of God. And uh, more importantly, for our purposes, Daniela also serves as the uh, co-chair uh, of the Empowered 21 Next Gen Cabinet. So, uh, Daniela, we're really excited you're here with us today. She actually just got finished uh, preaching in chapel uh, at Oral Roberts University uh, and uh, just blew the roof off. It was a great service. You did a great job. Fist bump. Yeah. Uh, God showed up. It was awesome. So. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I want to uh, take a few minutes here uh, and get to uh, to know you a little bit better, have yeah. our audience get to know you. We've got people uh, watching on YouTube or listening to the podcast from all over the world. And uh, so tell us a little bit about yourself, Daniela. You're from Argentina. I'm from uh, Buenos Aires. From Buenos Aires. We speak Spanish. Okay. And uh, I'm married to Chad, who's a Canadian. we got two kids, Mateo and Isabella. Wonderful. So, yeah. So you grew up in... Um, in your father's house, uh, Pastor Claudio, uh, for those of you who don't know him, uh, God's used him really mightily uh, in the Argentine revival, which began in the 1990s. We've shared some stories yeah. about that. And uh, so tell me, what was it like, Daniela, to grow up uh, in that revival environment? Yeah, uh, very special, uh, very, uh, I think that God deposited something so strong in all of our hearts and prepared us for, for this time. But yeah, growing up, you know, it was a, a time of the awakening of the church in Argentina and that actually that fire was spread around the world. So, yeah, growing up with uh, with multitudes coming to see the move of God and seeing actually our country and our the church of our country, the church of Argentina, being ignited, being transformed, being renewed, uh, seeing the fruit of the presence of God. You know, what God can do with his presence comes upon the church and the church is awakened for this time. So for, for that time and for what God did afterwards. So that was very special for me just to see the pastors, the hunger for God, for his presence, you know, and it was very special. Yeah. You told me a story a few weeks ago about um, as a young child, um, when your father would go in, in into his room and pray in yeah. your house and what would happen. Share that with our audience today. Yeah, I think so that's really I grew cool. up with my dad, uh, seeking the presence of God, having that special hunger, knowing that, you know, God was doing great things. He was, he actually uh, would share with us, you know, as a family, you know, oh, we love being a, a you know, a, a, a pastoral family, having the privilege to serve God. But there's something more, you know, God has a deeper place where he wants to take us all. So I grew up seeing my dad just seeking and hungering and taking time to be in the presence of God and fasting for for days and just really preparing his heart, but also seeking the deep things of the Lord, you know, knowing that uh, there, there was, there's never enough, that God always wants to take us to a deeper place. So I, was, I, was, I watched that for most part of my childhood and early teenage years. My dad, you know, giving his all to church and his all to God, but also just being in love with his presence. Mm -hmm. So that really made a very special impression in my heart. Yeah, wonderful. So now your dad is, um, uh, he's still in ministry. He's still leading the church. Um, but uh, you and your husband uh, uh, have begun to assume more of a leadership role there at King yeah. of Kings. Talk to me a little bit about uh, transition and, and what it means, uh, how someone in a younger generation 
uh, can move into leadership in a healthy way, but also still honor uh, the fathers and mothers of the faith? I think that's a decision from both parts. So around, uh, well, we've, we've been pastoring alongside my parents for a while now. We moved to Argentina from Canada with Chad, where we met at Bible school mm -hmm. 15 years ago when we started with the teenagers and the children and just really giving it all there. And about four or five years ago, we started a, just working more and more closely with, the, with my parents in the leadership, the global leadership, the different um, networks of the church, so the, the women and the men, and so just helping overseeing. But to me, it's, it's the decision that we both generations made to, to walk alongside each other to really see the potential of what God can do, you know, with, with the grace and the faith and the anointing of both generations, the creative ideas, the wisdom. So for me, it's a discovery, you know, of, of, of that decision of honoring my dad and him honoring us in what the Lord has deposited in each one of us and really being intentional about honoring, you know, and, and about yeah. giving each other room. So... I have to say that I'm honored to have a father like like mine that really, really sees the the legacy not as something that will eventually happen. Eventually happen when he feels, you know, I don't know. He's always young to me, but you know, eventually time will sure. go by. But so then, you know, when I'm older and I don't have the strength, I use, you know, then then I will I will you know they can carry the burden. No, in in, in that in that way, uh, he lives the legacy every day. You know, taking time to invest in us. Invest with his words, invest with his affirmation, invest with his teaching, yeah. invest with giving us a room to, to just experience God through our leadership and, and actually giving room even to make mistakes or to maybe not have it all figured out, yeah. but trusting us. Uh, that really is, has something that we've been, we've been discovering together and it has been really good. Wow, that's amazing. Uh, sounds like your dad has a lot of wisdom and uh, I know there may be a, a lot of uh, senior leaders listening to us uh, today who are um, trying to figure out how you transition to the next generation. And I think uh, what Daniela's experienced in her own family and in their ministry is a great example yeah. of that. Yeah. Um, so you also serve uh, with us at Empowered yeah. 21 as the co-chair uh, of the Next Gen Cabinet. There's some exciting things happening uh, yeah. with that group of next generation leaders all across the world. And um, so tell me, what do you see God doing uh, with next gen leaders uh, uh, across the world in the spirit-empowered community? Oh, I, I love what God is doing right now with the next-gen leaders. We have a, a next-gen in Empower 21, and I think the number one thing that I can see is that we're kind of the, this network, you know, that God is needing our hearts together for the same purpose, for the same goal, that every believer will experience this, the presence of the Holy Spirit in their own life and just working toward that great commission, working toward that together, uh, going from maybe competition or everybody doing their own thing to collaboration, to, you know, yeah. to coming together and sharing ideas, thoughts, what God is doing in different parts of the world. How can we do it better together? How can we see the kingdom of God coming to our nations as we collaborate with each other? I, I feel that that's something new and fresh that God is doing in our generation and in the leadership especially. Yeah. We were in a meeting recently uh, where uh, someone said, you know, uh, for the older generation, collaboration was something that they had to really yeah. work towards. It wasn't natural. But yeah. uh, for our generation, and really for those younger than us, yeah. um, because we're kind of almost middle of the road, not middle. quite. Uh, but for those younger than us, you know, collaboration is second nature to them. It, yes. It's part of who they are. They just, uh, it's unusual for them not to collaborate. And exactly. um, so from where I sit, to me, that's really exciting. You know, the Lord talks about 
now, the blessing that occurs when we when we dwell together in unity. Yeah. Uh, and for the generation beneath us, the younger generation, uh, that that's something that occurs supernaturally, but also naturally for them. Exactly. And uh, so it's exciting uh, to be a part of that. So let me ask you a, a couple of personal questions yeah. a little bit. So. Um, what is God speaking to you right now? Do you have a, a word in your heart that you feel like the Lord's working in you or something you would want to share with our audience today that uh, you feel like God's saying? Yeah, I feel that the Lord really is whispering, you know, just to be understanding the times of seasons, you know, like the tribe of Issachar, they knew the times and seasons and they would understand. I believe that the church is at a pivotal time right now where there's a window like never before to share the good news, but not only, you know, just uh, everybody, uh, you know, waiting for the church to do some kind of activity. I believe God is dispositing special, unique fire and His presence on every believer that understands that they're called to carry the glory of God. And I, I believe that there, a group of people is raising up like never before, understanding the seasons and the times of God, how they they can see a harvest like never before. Wherever God planted them, you know, I feel that that is something that we're getting out of the church structure to the everyday believer, yeah. wherever they are, making a difference, uh, together working for the same goal, you know, to see his kingdom come like never before. So I'm passionate about yeah. that. That's exciting. So uh, we we have uh, a lot of younger listeners. Um, we actually have some listeners, I'm sure, in Latin America yeah. as well, uh, your home, home base. Um, what would you say to somebody who's in their teens or their 20s and uh, they feel God's called them to ministry, they're listening to this podcast today, uh, what would be a word of advice or encouragement that you would want to give them? Don't give up. Don't quit. Don't give up. Uh, even though things might come against you, even though there, you can be surrounded by many distractions, many voices, even yourself, you know, you don't feel that like you have what it takes. Don't quit. God has chosen you. He has anointed you. So rise up with that determination to see your life fulfilling God's dreams for you. So don't give up. Just be persistent. You know, God uh, will equip the ones he calls. So if God is calling you, he's whispering in your life, you know, he will equip you, equip you. He will give you everything you need. You know, people might reject you. People might think you don't have what it takes, but heaven has approved you. Yeah, so I want to like encourage that. you in that. I like that. You said something today in your message. You said, um, uh, when God looked at Moses in the desert, uh, what was it? He didn't see. He didn't uh, see a runaway. He saw a deliverer. He didn't see a runaway. He saw a deliverer. I think that was a, that yeah. was a powerful word this morning. So. Thank you. And I think that right now we're living in a generation where, you know, people are defined by the thumbs down or how many likes they have. And especially talking to the Gen Z and teenagers, you know, everything is, we're, we're the most influenced generation. And we don't realize that we have the most influential part. Yeah. in this generation you know we're called to be an influence like never before so don't be don't don't let the outside or what people might think of you or might say to you define you let the voice of god define you because he has already approved you by jesus christ he has paid a price he has called you his workmanship you are his masterpiece you know so just go with his word trust in his word make room in your life uh, through his word and and you know God will do amazing things. Yeah, that's awesome. Would you take a second and close us out in prayer? Yeah. Maybe pray for that young leader today that's yeah. listening to us and go ahead. 
Yeah, so Father, we pray for them right now. We bless them. Father, we thank you, the call of God that you're placing upon their life. Every believer that is listening to this podcast, let the, let the Holy Spirit right now just, just whisper to you how much he loves you, how much he desires, not only for you to experience him, but to take you to that purpose, to that plan that God has for your life. So, Father, I, I pray right now that they will be encouraged through the podcast, that they will understand who they are in Christ, and they will run faster, they will run with purpose, they will run with clarity according to your word and with the power of the Holy Spirit in them and through them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, thanks for listening today. Again, I'm Ashley Wilson, Assistant Director of Empowered 21. Uh, make sure that uh, you subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or um, be a subscriber to the YouTube channel. Uh, you can follow us on all social media channels at Empowered21. God bless you.